Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 5'9", a little while ago. He was here. Today? Just now. Just saw him out there. Oh, wow. He was recording some things, and I saw him, and I popped my head in, and we caught up. We haven't seen each other in a while, and he was just asking me about the game, and talking, going back and forth, and he said to me, he goes, man, he goes, I I said, Howard, can you imagine if the Texans won, and what we would know Mm -hmm. on Sunday that, you know, if the Bills win, the game is home? And he looks at me, he goes, man, first time it would be in... 30 years to have a home AFC championship game. That'd be amazing. And then he goes, especially when he points to here where you guys are. And he goes, those guys in there, man, they've never, never experienced that. And I said, but I don't think that really this either has been experienced because last year, even though since he came here, wasn't it just so much of a different feel? Like, I just think last year in this round, since he coming to Buffalo, after everything the team endured with tomorrow and all that, it just felt different than it does now to me. Maybe. Oh, it depends on the person then. Because I remember my feeling going into that game yeah. was the the DeMar story, I think, played into it for me that they're going to win it because of the the, right. the story of it, right? Like the the emotional high of it. And that ended up not being the case, obviously. I, I had a nervous energy, uh, a pit in my stomach going into that Bengal game too mm-hmm. last year. I think, though, the Bengals, you hadn't, you hadn't really played them really yet, right? So there was kind of an unknown feeling. There was a, a confidence because, all right, they could beat them. Like, we haven't seen the Bengals in a full game beat the Bills, so there's no, you know, nervousness there. You just knew that they were great. This is like, the reason I think this is ramped up versus that is it's all, for me, the same type of, the, the you got to win or the season's over and what would today tomorrow be like if they don't win. Mm-hmm. But... You also have all of the history of yeah. these two teams versus you didn't have any. You didn't really have any history between the Bills and the Bengals at that time. Well, here's why I think it's different. 
and I and I would tell you, of course, you know, because of being down there and reporting on the team every day, this would this would be different. I just remember that week, Joe, like it was. I remember thinking they're not even getting much practice in. They've had so much to deal with over the last few weeks. Remember the Demar thing happens in the week seventeen. They come back home with hardly any preparation. You have the return, the kickoff returns week eighteen. You roll right into wild card weekend against the Dolphins. You have a quick turnaround, and I just remember thinking, going into the game, this is not a revisionist history thing. I remember thinking going into that week, I just hope this team isn't gassed. I think they're gassed. I don't know if they have anything left in the tank. And I remember that week leading into Cincy, if I like, I think they kind of hardly practiced in a normal way. It was basically, hey, you could show up, but you know, we're just going through a walkthrough. It was almost a week of walkthroughs. And I remember that week thinking, I just don't know if they have anything left. I don't get that sense this week. And in fact, of course, I'm very concerned about the injuries. That's the, that's the situation for the Bills here. But I feel like this team is energized right now. Like mm-hmm. they know they have this team, the Chiefs, here in their building after all that's happened. You bring up the history – I don't get the sense of any team them being gassed. Yes, it's a quick turnaround from six days. I feel like the mm-hmm. optimism, the energy is there for this one compared to last year. That's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. They're on a roll, right? Like they haven't. They've, when's the last time they lost? It's been a month, more than that, right? That was the case last year too. And you know, yeah. but you had the postponed game, right? They, they canceled the game. But you've you've got momentum here, and the last meeting in the playoffs there not everybody was around for that or like Dalton Kincaid wasn't here for that but Allen and Hyde and Poyer and and Doc Dawkins and Knox and all the guys McDermott all the guys that would have been a part of that like i got to think everyone is itching to just not erase that because you can never fully erase that unless you really win the super bowl then maybe you can everyone's got to be ready to write that wrong like and they would know, right? They would have an appreciation for mm-hmm. we could beat them in the regular season two times in a row, but that's not going to make people forget. That's not going to make us forget. It's not going to feel like we've righted the wrong until we beat them in the playoffs. And here's your chance to do that. And I have to think that gives not some individuals are different. Maybe maybe you know Ed Oliver doesn't think about it at all, but mm-hmm. maybe uh, you know Hyde does. You know, not everyone's the same. But some of those guys, I have to think, are they got that extra little pop in their step, that extra little juice and motivation because they remember how the last one ended. It's a Buffalo Football Friday. It's a Buffalo Bills Playoff Football Friday. It is presented by Topps Markets. Score big savings and elevate your food game. I'm Sal Capaccio. He's Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Let me set up the day for you. A little bit different than uh, a normal Friday. Pretty much the same, but just as far as time. Patrick Hammer, WGRZ TV2 Chief Meteorologist, always joins us at about 11.30. We're going to move that up an hour today. He's going to be on with us at 10.30. And the reason for that is because Sean McDermott's availability was moved a little bit. So we'll get mm-hmm. Sean about 11.15 to 11, somewhere in the 11.15, 11.30 window. So it could be a little earlier, it could be later. But I didn't want to cut into Pat's time. I want to make sure that we had enough time to get you to the weather. So we'll have Pat Hammer on in about 20 minutes from now to give you a weekend weather update. As far as the weekend is concerned, traveling into the stadium on Sunday, the game itself, Sunday after the game, getting home. We'll do that. McDermott will come here at about, well, he'll be on the radio with us at about 11.15 to 11.30, somewhere in that time period. And that's when, Joe, we're going to get the very first 
Friday injury update where sometimes he rules players out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he says, we'll see how it goes. I don't know what to expect today. I kind of think he might come right on and say, yeah, we're going to rule out. I'm just throwing names out. Mm -hmm. Gabe Davis, Terrell Bernard, whatever. He might come on today and say, we're going to see how today goes. We're going to take this up. I I wouldn't blame him. I mean, Mm -hmm. take it up until, you know, Sunday and declare guys inactive. I. It, there's a bit of a, maybe the Chiefs kind of know, but there's also a bit of a, you don't want to tip tip your hand. But if a guy's not going to play, he might t- just know that and come out. And I think that that's the way they pretty much played it. I don't think the Bills play a lot of games with that kind of stuff. Right. But he might come out. Or he might actually think, hey, these guys are, we got two more days. I want to see how they react. And even on a walkthrough tomorrow on Saturday. Right. Like if he knew, he if he knows, okay, Terrell Bernard is not going to play. There's no way. And he hasn't practiced throughout the week. He might think the Chiefs, knowing how he was carted off and not a practice throughout the week, he might think the Chiefs just didn't prepare for him in the first place. Correct. Or aren't going to. Correct. So at that point, you know, what the game might not be that valuable. On the other hand, like Mike McDaniel did this a lot in Miami in the last couple weeks, where he even kind of admitted to it on on the heart on Hard Knocks that there were a couple of guys, Mostert, I think, where like he knew on like Tuesday, Mostert. Almost certainly not playing, mm-hmm. but he was questionable like through the whole week because hey maybe right maybe like you know, there's his injury got downplayed a little bit so we'll see the guy I am the guys I'm watching for the most are because I I don't know we'll see what he says about Douglas and Dodson I'm operating throughout this week thinking they're gonna play. Especially because of what Douglas said 100%, last I agree week. with that, yes. Douglas said it, and because McDermott gave a little bit of an indication saying that Dodson was closer to playing last week. And Douglas has said, I'm playing. I'm 100% right. I'm playing, so, right? He keeps saying that. <laughs> and the, and yeah. they've both been limited two days in a row. They have practiced. Right. And on top of that, Joe, neither has worn a red non-contact jersey. Right. So the two guys I'm really, really watching. Bernard, too. Like I, I don't have a lot of optimism there. I hope so, but we'll see. The two guys I'm watching for the most are Gabe Davis and Taron Johnson. And Davis, you could be pretty pessimistic right now because he hasn't yeah. got a practice in yet. And Johnson, it's just because concussion protocol, you it's hard know. It's hard to predict. That's right. But the importance of those two players, you know, Davis and his history with the Chiefs, right? I mean, how can you not recognize the value there? And I know that he is inconsistent right now. Five goose eggs at the end of, in the second half of the year. But we all know Gabe Davis. We saw it at the end of the year. He'll go 0-0 zero, zero, and 120. It'll be <laughs> right. like a three-game stretch. Right. So the chance that that could happen in this game, I, I think Trent Sherfield's a fine player. I don't see him as having that Davis upside of, oh, he could go four for 120 in a touchdown right. in this game. He didn't and, have a target last week. He didn't have a target, right. He was like the only receiver. Isabella uh-huh. had a target. Right. And on the other side, because of the injuries at linebacker in the middle of the field being something Kansas City attacks, I think Johnson playing is a, is a huge deal, too. I think it, it would be hard to parse this completely, but Taron Johnson might be the most important like guy mm-hmm. on that whole list. And I could easily argue Terrell Bernard, of course, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's your middle linebacker. Right. But the way that if Dotson can play and A.J. Klein can play Mike— you know, at least you have guys there who can stop the run. Now you're looking at, you know, what they can do in the pass game. But Taron Johnson would be the one. If you had to put Cam Lewis there, no no disrespect to him, but if you had to put Cam Lewis there over Taron Johnson, I think the Chiefs are looking at that matchup much differently. Yeah, and Lewis, you know, he... he I like Cam Lewis a lot, you know I that. like him too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I know you have for really, even back to last year. Yes. Um, Lewis, though, what's interesting for me about him is... 
We've seen him more this year. I'm looking up his exact snap count now. I guess it's closer than I thought. but Because he also fills in for Taylor Rapp when, when Taylor Rapp's been out. Yeah. Or for Hyde or Poyer. Right. He's played more at safety this year than he has in the slot. Yes. And yes. a lot of that is Poyer moves down. If Rapp's not in there, yep. then that's Lewis. And we've liked Lewis this year, right? Like a lot, a lot. I think he's been good wherever he's played, whenever he's played. Yeah. A lot of that, though, has been at safety. Yep. So we don't know. I, I don't feel like I have as much of a grasp on what will he look like for a whole game if he's got to be the nickelback. I mean, last week it was kind of a little bit on him, the Deontay Johnson touchdown over the middle. Um, not entirely. So I, I like Cam Lewis too, and I am not thinking that that's going to be a disaster if he has to go in there and play. But Johnson, you just know what you're getting. And Lewis, there's be at least a little bit of a question mark. And I'm sure Andy Reid would attack him if he's out there. 803-0550. The Steelers attacked the middle of the field as soon as they had those opportunities. And yeah. Lewis was the slot guy. You had A.J. Klein. You had Dor- Dorian Williams. It just was, hey, you know, these are backup players. The difference here would be if you had to do that, you would have the whole week. But we are optimistic on Taron Johnson. We'll see as Sean McDermott has to say in about an hour from now. Let's get connected with our fans. It is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Greg in Rochester. Hi, Greg. Kick us off on a Friday, buddy. Hey, guys. How you doing? So, uh, you know, what what a game. Can't wait for it. All the hype. But, um, you know, the defense, all the injuries, I'm not too concerned about it because I don't have faith that they had all their starters that McDermott's defense is going to be able to do anything in these big games in the playoffs. Year after year, they show they're not prepared, they're not ready. I, I still think we have a great chance, but Josh is going to have to put up 35, 40 points. That's my prediction. If we put up 25, 28 points, I don't – Mahomes will get it done. They're crafty. They're smart. They got the coaching on offense that makes the plays uh, that are sneaky. Um, but but Josh is going to have to outscore them. That's my, that's my prediction. People think it's going to be a bogged down game. It, it's, going to be a, it's going to be bombs away. It's going to be lights out. They're going to be firing the ball. And um, just be prepared. How many it's, points do you think you know, Kansas City is going to put up? I know they don't put up more than 20 points a game, but I, you know, he looked pretty good last week. He looked like Mahomes of last season. He hasn't looked that good all year, um, or not to the level that he's been at or played at. I think he, I don't think it's him. I think his receivers looked a lot better for sure, and the the offense function. But I, but again, I'll ask how many points. If I ask you, Greg, give me a number. What's the over under the the Chiefs over under for you this week? What, how many points do you think they score? 32. They're scoring. Our defense isn't keeping them down, so okay. we're going to have to score. But I think I still think we win. It's a shootout. Okay. It's game of the century. Go Bills. Josh Allen be Superman. That's what he's going to need to do. Bye. Well, if, they give, if they give up 32, they're, they, I mean, I'm talking, I don't care if it's 
injuries yeah. or not, that's way too much. Here's why I'm way more optimistic than that. And I, I'm not yeah, saying not, that's that's it's it is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, yeah. They could score 32. Of course, it could happen. I'm more optimistic than that. He Me too. he brings up the Miami game, and I do think Mahomes looked great last week. You're right too. The receivers were a huge part of that. Mahomes, I don't think has looked bad this year. He's had moments, right. but I think it's mostly the offense hasn't looked that good. Last week, you know what the Dolphins did? I saw Greg Cosell breaking this down. Vic Fangio went all out blitz, zero zero blitz against Patrick Mahomes. So everybody knows zero blitz means no safety, middle yep. of the field. Everybody's got a man. Yep. There's nobody just sitting back. When you say one high safety, that guy's kind of patrolling the middle of the field. Zero means nobody there. Yes, thank you. Vic Fangio zero blitzed Patrick Mahomes 15 times last week. Wow. It was the most a team's done that to anybody all year. He pointed out that it was more than some teams have ran zero blitz the whole season. Fangio did that to Mahomes. And Mahomes knew Exactly what to do. What do you What do you think you're going to fool him into? Right. Like he knew where the ball was supposed to go. He had it out. By the way, at home communication at home. is a lot better. You see it coming, maybe. Yes. And why did the Dolphins need to do that? All of their edge rushers 100%. are injured. That's right. And th- their linebackers, like the Bills, are hurt. But this is why I think it's very different. And I do not expect the Chiefs to look like they did last week against Miami. The Bills don't have to zero blitz Patrick Mahomes because we the the Chiefs have questionable tackles. They don't have injuries on the edge and on the line like Miami does. They've got Rousseau healthy. They've got Leonard Floyd healthy. They've got A.J. Epinesa healthy. They've got Ed Oliver and Daquan Jones healthy. So while they might have injuries at linebacker especially, I am very confident that the Bills can win those matchups up front without needing to blitz you know, seven guys like the Dolphins did. Yeah, I don't share the caller's sentiment that they're, that they're just going to start rolling the Bills' defense and the Bills' defense is just you know, unprepared and not ready. I mean, that They've had all these injuries all year, and they've been, to me, extremely prepared and have mitigated them very well. Now, there was an uneven point in the middle of the season when they were trying to figure that out. Certainly, the Chiefs are capable of doing that. They just haven't this year. I would say the Chiefs don't get to that number unless they get like a special teams or defensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's what I would you know, be. Th- yeah. that, that, I, I think they probably get r- low 20s, and if That's you have that, I, I think that, to me, is where the game's going to live, right? Yeah. Game's going to live in the low 20s probably for both these teams and see who gets that extra play here or there. Let's go to Mike in Rochester. Hi, Mike. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. I just want to call up uh, real quick and ask about the question with uh, Sam Martin being inactive. Yeah. I think it's a bigger concern than what we really are making it out to be because if he's inactive and you got to call up Matt Hack, that only allows for one more player from the practice squad to get um, pulled up. So if Gabe Davis and one of the linebackers can't go. Where do you see uh, them elevating the player? Correct. That is, that, is, that is the concern. I share your concern, Mike. I, I would say the encouraging news is that Sam Martin was limited yesterday. It is not his punting leg. It's his left leg, but that's the leg you drive on, right? So if he can go, it would help so much more with this. But, yes, your concern is right. And, Joe, I brought it up. We have to think about this. If Sam Martin can't go, hmm. you can't go into the game with four healthy receivers. We've said this. Something happens, you're left with three. It just doesn't work. you got to elevate Andy Isabella, okay? That's mm-hmm. one. If you have Terrell Bernard out, you got to elevate A.J. Klein. That's two. Mm-hmm. If Sam Martin's out, I don't know what you do. The only option you would have is to literally release someone from the active roster, right. sign one of those guys to the active roster, and you can't release Sam Martin because he's injured. Or put him on IR. And, or put him on and, IR, and, and then he's done for the season. For the season. Right. Correct. I don't see that as an option. What they would think that, hey, if, if, you know, if we win this game, we need Sam Martin back. They, they could do it, right? They could say, we know we're downgrading at punter. 
but they could. We, we can win. We can win the final two games with Matt Hawk. Right? They could say that. I'd be surprised. Okay. They could. You're right. But you're right. Like it would. But it, could you see a guy tough. like Puna Ford? Like, we're gonna have oh, to, sure. We're yeah. gonna have to release you. That might be easy. I don't think anybody's gonna claim him. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sorry. We'll we'll bring him back next week if we win on the practice squad. Whatever. You could see yeah. something. I throw out his name. That would be the guy, Linval Joseph. Somebody I'd look at. D tackle. They're very deep. Right. Right. Yeah. That'd be a guy I would look at in that type of situation. Right. Because they're back. Really, that position, D tackle. They're back to full health. Right. From the beginning right. of the season. Plus Linval Joseph. The only so. guy they don't have is Jordan Phillips, and he is oh, not right, right. going to be playing right. in this game. Thank you. He is not coming off IR right now. John in California. Anyway, I do share your concerns, Mike. I appreciate that, but that's how I see it. John, what's up? Hey, Salvarna, thank you. Um, yep. Hey, Kotswash, do you think we can get there, especially with uh, Bernard being out? I think, you know, watching the Pittsburgh game, I think when they made that little run in the second half, we had a hard time getting to, uh, to the QB and I noticed we did not bring any linebackers having uh, Williams and Pine to the game. So I'm wondering, you know, how do we get there? How do we how do we get pressure on Mahomes? Yeah. Do we, I, go, do we go a four or do we try to bring someone? What, what do you think there? I think they just keep doing what they've been doing. You mentioned last week they didn't get a ton. Um, some of that was they didn't really mix in a lot of blitzes because they were up, right? Like, they weren't going to play. It was they weren't in prevent defense, but they weren't going to take unnecessary risk by sending six right. and leaving someone on an island like Kyrie right. Elam to get beaten deep. That's right. So, they didn't have to force the issue too much. Yeah. So I mean, you are right to point out that like Floyd and and Rousseau, Rousseau did get to Rudolph, but those guys didn't get after him every play. I would also say um, I think that the Steelers, once they knew that the linebackers were out, they did went to the quick game a little bit. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna dump it down. We're gonna go over the middle. We're gonna get to the running back. Yeah. Get it to you know a tight end here. And that one big play to the tight end was just Rudolph scrambling around. Uh, but that, down near the goal line, a quick slant. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers had something to do with that. Yeah, that's that's true. So like, how do they get pressure? To me, you just line them up. You and at the same time, McDermott as a play caller, I think has done a phenomenal job this year at. Like when to blitz, when to be aggressive, when not to be. I think he's made one big mistake all year on that front, and that was the Denver game, right? Like the yeah. end of that game. That that's my least favorite play call he's made all year. I don't know if I could point to another one though, where like he did that and it cost them. So probably the Eagles overtime play, but at that point you're oh, trying, yeah, yeah, you're trying your right. hardest to get do something to keep them out of the end zone. That's right to lose the game. And he John's right to point out Bernard. Bernard had six and a half sacks this year, mm-hmm. so that does matter. Do you remember AJ Klein's best season as with the Bills in 2020? I do. He was the defensive player of the week one one week yeah. against the Seahawks. Maybe. Yeah, he had five sacks that year. <laughs> so Bernard's a very good blitzer. We knew that about him even coming out of college. But I think because of the Kansas City weaknesses at tackle, Rousseau, Floyd, uh, Epinesa, all healthy. Vaughn looking a little better last week too. Oliver and Jones up the middle. I think you just line those those guys up, and you should be able to get close to him plus I think the blitzing element um, is something that they'll mix in that they weren't doing as much of last week we'll take a timeout. Patrick Hammer on the other side we're going to do it an hour early on this Buffalo football Friday he'll give us a weather update for the weekend and especially for Sunday night I'm going to call it Sunday night 6.30 p.m. Bills Chiefs divisional round playoff it's all right next right here next on WGR on the Extra Point Show
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.